Aliens Explored is a podcast exploring famous and obscure cases of UFO sightings, alien abductions and other strange events from both a believing and a sceptical perspective whilst keeping an open mind. I'm Stu Jackson, a professional actor and amateur ufologist with a particular interest in the crop circle phenomenon. I'll be debating that otherworldly visitations are real. The truth is out there. And I'm Neil Kelly. I'm a professional actor as well and used to work for the military as an intelligence analyst. I'll be arguing from a more doubtful point of view. I mean, it's all a bit far-fetched, isn't it? Perhaps the best documented case of an alien abduction was that of Travis Walton. In 1975, the 21-year-old logger disappeared after a bright beam from an overhead craft launched him into the air. But what was even more astonishing was the sheer ferocity with which the local authorities tried to discredit the witnesses and debunk the whole story. Join us on Aliens Explored as we unravel the mystery of Travis Walton. Welcome back listeners to another episode of Aliens Explored, your weekly look at otherworldly visitations, UAPs, UFOs and ETs and all manner of strange goings on. I'm one of your hosts, Stu Jackson. And I'm your other host, Neil Kelly. And I am excited, excited, excited about this week's episode, Neil. You have been for quite some time, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) I have, ever since our last episode. I've been gearing up to talk about this, but before we do, um, it's worth mentioning our competition, isn't it? Let's do that, yes. Mm. (laughs) So, tell people about our competition. Yes, as, as, um, as listeners may recall, um, those, those of you who listen to our, our live stream, we, um, we 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 decided to have a competition. Um, if you see the artwork on our on our t-shirts, was a, a picture of Stu and myself, um, and in between us a little you know, the well, the classic grey alien. And um, the the artwork was who was the artwork created by uh, against Simon Brumat, uh, known Simon. as Simon Monstrous Art. If you go onto Twitter. And such sign monstrous art. Sign monstrous art. Very, very good yeah. art. Very good likeness. And uh, it's a competition to win a T-shirt with this with this logo on. And all you have to do is come up with a name for the little grey alien who's who's stood between us, looking either confused or bemused, or depending on your perspective, or just pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so far, we've had uh, we've had eleven entries. That's so, at the um, time of recording. At the yeah. time of recording, yeah. So um, there's some brilliant ones in there. So it's still it's still wide open. So if you, you come up with a, a brilliant idea, then uh, then then let us know. Yep, you and, can email us at aliensexplored at gmail dot com with your your names. And we decided the deadline for entries was the was it the twenty third twenty fifth twenty fifth no. Tw- 23rd is today. Well, it's not today as we're recording it, but it's it's today as this goes out. So you've got just two days left two, to two email more days us. to enter, and then uh, we will announce the the winners during our our live stream. One we haven't we haven't told people about the live stream yet. Oh right, well <laughs> we we will announce the winners in a special show um, soon afterwards. <laughs> oh, the winner. Well, that- there can only be one winner. There will be a one winner, but you do get to win a t-shirt, an Aliens Explored exclusive 
t-shirt and there are only four of these in existence at the moment and i'm wearing one right now and i've got another one in my drawer and, mm. and two of them are winging their way as we speak to the us of a um yeah now mm. yes let's mention as well the live stream so so next week Next week is the 30th of July. That's the Friday. That's the day that our episodes come out. But on the 31st of July 2020, that was the day that this podcast launched. So we will be running a live stream on the 31st of July 2021, in case you're listening in the future. Uh, This is going to be at 4pm UK time. Uh, I believe that's 10am Central time. Uh, You can check for for wherever you are in the world from that. Uh, Over on the Twitch channel, that's twitch.tv forward slash stooge underscore action. You can find a link to it in the description uh, with this podcast or on our social medias uh yeah we're going to be doing a retrospective so looking back at all our previous episodes and uh, seeing if we've changed our minds about things or yeah or dug our heels in even further dug our heels in even <laughs> more i know i know which is the more likely with me um <laughs> open-minded person <laughs> that i am uh yeah yeah so uh, so do come along and join us and you'll be able to join in with the chat through the the twitch chat um on that twitch.tv forward slash stooge underscore action same as the last live stream hmm. uh, if, if you were there for that uh, so very very exciting but that's not what we're here to talk about today is it neil and um, well it's it's kind of on the list of things to talk about but uh, the, <laughs> the main thing we're here to talk about the thing that uh, our listeners have tuned in for you're not supposed to tell them about the list that's, <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be off the cuff i mean Ooh. it is unscripted we can definitely but there isn't that. an actual list only, it's only, it's... Only, only in my head <laughs> it's obvious this is unscripted fantastic but yeah today we're talking about probably what is the single most well documented alien abduction case in history um that of travis walton now had you heard of travis walton before starting this um no no, I hadn't. Um, and I watched the, the movie. I mean, there, there are a couple of movies that have been made about him. There's um, Fire in the Sky. Yes, the that's the, the fictional uh, based on a true the story. Fiction based there, but there's also a documentary which in the UK is free to watch on Amazon Prime. And it's called Travis, the true story of Travis Walton. And that will give you pretty much the full story. But yes. um, so in a nutshell... Um, in 1975, uh, 21-year-old Travis Walton, who was working on a logging team in, in Arizona, um, they, they were on their way home from work, and uh, they saw this light coming through the trees. Uh, apparently, this is, this is, is it the largest pine forest in the world? I think it oh, says something in, in the movie. Um, it stretches for miles and miles and miles. And it's uh, the Apache Sitgreaves National Forest, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if it's the largest or not. I, I think they mentioned something in the movie about it being the largest pine forest in the world. Um, these these um, these gentlemen lived in a town called Snowflake, 
in Arizona. And they were on their way back there after a, after a hard day's work when they saw this light in the trees. Um, they got out to investigate, Travis taking the lead, and he was, before their very eyes, before their very bewildered eyes, was beamed up into... Uh, I'm go- I'm I'm gonna just just in the interest of clarity here. Mm. Uh, he was not beamed up before their very eyes. He was hit by a light from this UFO mm. in front of them and knocked to the ground. They then drove off mm. in a panic. They uh, left him in a in a panic. Well, I, I would, only... wouldn't, wouldn't you? I mean, if you if I saw you knocked down by a beam from a UFO, yeah, I'd be, be... oh, I'd be shitting myself. I'd be gone. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'll come back later to find yeah. your smouldering well, remains. That's exactly what they thought was going to happen. Uh, his his best friend uh, did, in fact, go back, um, expecting to see Travis's body there, but didn't. Well, there, there was also... I mean, watching the movie, the true story of Travis Walton, I thought, yeah, there's all this stuff about the UFO abduction... Uh, which is a tale that I think all listeners to this podcast are familiar with. But what really struck me was what this is really about is the extent to which the people of Snowflake, Arizona and the authorities did not want to believe this. So initially, mm. um, all his friends were were, 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 were murder suspects. Yes. They, they came back saying, yeah, they perhaps, I mean, they were young men, they were, they were loggers, um, they, they didn't have the presence of mind to just say, we've been working out there in the world's biggest pine forest and our friend has gone missing. They went back and said something like, you know, he was hit by a beam of light from a UFO. And um, the the, uh, the the authorities believed a far more, probably a more commonplace and prosaic explanation was that um, there'd been a... Is, am I using the word prosaic right there? I, th- I thought it sounded right, but... Anyway, yeah, sounds they, right to me. <laughs> yes, that more likely, the more common explanation was there'd been some kind of falling out, there'd been a fight, and Travis Walton had been murdered and disposed of. So well, they, they were Some under- of them had crim- criminal records, so oh. it was easy for them to jump to that uh, conclusion. I think one of them, uh, Alan Dallas, uh, I believe had... Uh, what we would term GBH of it, or, or actual injury with a, a weapon, or that's, that's there was something bodily like harm in the UK, it was a, isn't it? Yeah, it, it, he it's... he had a a, a a violent criminal record. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was easy to believe that. Easy, certainly easier than some UFO coming and hitting him with a light and then hmm. disappearing with him. Yeah. yeah, you can see why they would. Why they would absolutely? Because I mean, law enforcement does what law enforcement does, doesn't it? And and you know the old adage, to a man with a hammer, every problem looks like a nail. Well, yeah, we're law enforcement. We arrest people for murder. We don't deal with alien abductions. Um, that's what this looks like. Let's. Um, I mean, it doesn't help as well that Snowflake, a very small community, very. It, it was a, a Mormon, well, I believe it still is, uh, a, mm. a strong Mormon town, so very, very religious mm. um, community. And yeah, fit in the idea of a UFO or aliens into that that kind of thinking is not easy at all. Um, um, well, that would intensify in a later part of the story because, yeah, they went out to look for Travis. 
they didn't find him. Hundreds uh, of people with sniffer dogs. Mm, they didn't find him. No. Um, and but then he reappeared. Five days later. Five days yeah. later, staggered into town, a bit confused, disoriented. Um, he apparently thought. I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna. Sorry. Sorry to interject. Uh, yeah. But I'm just gonna clarify again. He didn't stagger back into town. Um, he was found after. A, so again, his best friend received a phone call from oh, a right, yeah. phone box from an adjacent town. Um, and it was Travis saying where he was and like help me. And he went oh. out to pick him up. Um, and yeah, he was apparently he was. Uh, I mean, suffering from what we would now call PTSD. Of course, they they didn't have that term back then. Um, was it but, PTSD or was it just? just oh, I he, think it's he was very just, obvious. He was just a bit confused in in the way that you are when you've just been woken from a dream it, and you're it not wasn't quite just sure confused when they reached out to to sort of help him to you know to to touch him he sort of he he, he backed away he was in t- absolute terror hmm. um he was showing very dangerous lo- i mean for for months afterwards he was showing dangerous levels of stress uh, as someone who suffered uh, fortunately mildly from ptsd yeah I, hmm. absolutely he was suffering from ptsd right. uh, also he appeared to be under the impression that it was still it was still the same day. Yes. He didn't realise that five days had passed and his friend said to him, feel your face. And he felt his face and felt that he had five days worth of uh, beard stubble. Five days, yeah, uh, beard growth. And uh, he'd lost £10 as well mm. and was um, dehydrated. and Yeah, well, he only had about two hours worth of memories. Hmm. Uh, so yeah so it's understandable why you might think it's the same day uh, but yeah absolutely traumatic but I mean at this point but before that phone call and, and his oh. his return came in the town were about to lynch that group um, believing them guilty of murder but, yeah, then, yeah. but then the next stage of the story was okay he's still alive you didn't murder him something's happened to him that we can't explain and and when they tried to tell the UFO story, um, I, th- I think this is and for me this is what the story was about: how resistant they were to accepting that that possibly could have happened. Uh, and 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 these people's lives were, were were made a misery. One of them, one of them I know, moved away and and <laughs> created a new identity for himself in a town where he wasn't known, just because. You know, they they, they were they would be pointed out in the street. They would be they, they were harassed all the time. Most of them moved away from Snowflake, specifically. And hmm. there's actually only Travis and his brother. Now his brother wasn't on the logging team. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, but uh, he, he's obviously got caught up in all this. Um, yeah, there's only Travis and his brother that actually stayed in Snowflake, but they all stuck to their stories vehemently. Hmm. vehemently throughout um, now it's probably a good idea to mention the polygraph tests yes um, a test which um, they're always insisting it's it's not a lie detector um, in fact even in the movie someone said it's not what people think it's not a lie detector and then in the very next interview clip someone calls it a lie detector I because know. that's what it is in popular fiction um, it's, it's the kind of thing that, uh, the, that you know, the man from Uncle 
the men from Uncle will be subjected to in the in the 1960s, or, the, or Simon Templar, or whatever. They, they, along with truth serum, you know, they, they will be subjected to a lie detector. This 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 weird device that could tell if you were lying, um, which yes. apparently it's not. But you know, it's it's not regarded as. It, it's kind of regarded as pseudoscience everywhere outside the United States, or certainly in Europe anyway. People have been convicted for murder and executed on the testimony of it in America, so mm. I know they take but, it very, but here very seriously. We don't. Here we Well, here, Court of Public Opinion does, because, I mean, you've got this... We have a daytime show, or had a daytime show, I don't even know if it's still going, called Jeremy Kyle. Um, didn't one of the one of the, someone on the show commit suicide or something? And that was, that wouldn't that was, surprise me. I'm not aware end, of it. That was the end of it. Yeah, he basically brings vulnerable people onto the show, gives them a really hard time, confronts mm. them with whoever else was involved in their story, um, and and just grills them from a very sort of very conservative moral standpoint. Yes, and, and um, yeah, yeah I, and unsurprisingly, you know, people have a very hard time. Yes, but he would use a polygraph test in that to usually to confirm whether or not somebody's had an affair hmm. uh, allegedly, and yeah, yeah. But I mean, he would bring like deliberately like via like like people without much self restraint, hmm. um, put them in you know a very stressful situation, get right up in their face, shouting at them, and then when they react to that, which is hmm. you know. He's, understandable his ratings like, oh, go up yeah. look, look 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 how yeah. violent you are you know it's like yeah no got so little time for that that hmm. that arse um anyway um so uh yeah so so in the five days while travis was missing uh the team undertook a polygraph test of the five of them only one was inconclusive, and that was Alan Dallas, who um, basically ruined the test. And he did it deliberately because he didn't want to do it. So, oh. you know, rather than giving yes, no answers, he would give convoluted answers. Oh. And it was um, it, he showed us having very, very high stress levels, which which basically spoiled the test. Um, everyone else, the other four, all came through absolutely as. They're telling the truth when they told this oh. story about you know the UFO, the beam of light. Um, when they denied that um, that that uh, anyone had attacked Travis, yeah, they all came through as as being truthful or or believing what they oh. were saying. Um, and in fact, the, the there was a. Uh, a quote from the guy who invented the polygraph test who said that the like one person yes can sort of beat the test um or it can give a false reading the chances of all of them beat it's a million to one it's oh. just it's not going to happen um then when travis comes back they undertake more polygraph tests um alan dallas um, subsequently, by the way, passes the polygraph test on, on subsequent. They've had loads of these polygraph tests over the years. Mm. Every single time it comes out, they're telling the truth, they're telling the truth, they're telling the truth. Um, but I, one I, of the I, guys, though, the loggers, his mother still doesn't believe him. No, <laughs> to um, this day, I, I think I think with a polygraph test, I mean, and and I think one of the reasons why, you know, in in Europe, it's it's you know it's relegated to sensational TV, daytime TV. Um, is that it's it's very very prone to confirmation bias. 
if someone gives the right answer and you like that answer, then yeah, that, he passed the polygraph test. If if it's not the answer you're expecting, and and uh, he it 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 beats the polygraph test, then people just say, well, we don't believe it. Hmm. You know, yeah. they they believe it if they'll they'll accept the polygraph test result if it gives them the result they want. Otherwise, they won't. It's you know that's it's yeah. it it's easier to fail a polygraph test if you're telling the truth though because it it measures stress mm. effectively i mean it's it's more complicated than that but but on a on a basic level it measures stress so it's easier to be be under stress and give an honest answer and it gives a false reading mm. than it is to basically be lying and it give a positive reading. That, that, mm. That's that's much much harder. And and for for six people, I mean seven if you include Travis's brother, who's also undergone these polygraphs. For seven people to consistently, time after time after time after time, come up with positives, it, it's just it, it couldn't be done. I, it I tell you, be faked. I tell you who else uses a kind of polygraph test or something very similar is the Church of Scientology. Oh, they're e-meters. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah, yes. Very much. They're, they're, you sit there in a chair holding a couple of like tin cans, I think. Oh, well, I think think yeah. they measure resistance effectively, yeah. don't they? And yeah, is it still sort of body. printing on a yeah, the sort of wide fanfold computer paper? And it's still yeah. Ah, no, there's is just on a, a a swaying dial. You know, mm. it's like um, a semicircle. But that even kind when of I dial. see you know, a, a, you know the FBI subjecting someone to a polygraph test. In the 21st century, it still looks like a 1960s polygraph with a, a fanfold computer paper and a, yeah. a pen sort of drawing drawing the lines <laughs> and, and, yeah. and and someone you know carefully diligently marking it, saying, "Oh yes, it showed stress there." And yeah. um, usually, when they're marking, they are marking the time that the person gave the answer. So they're mm. not marking whether it's stress or yeah. not. They're just marking that's the point at which they answered this particular mm. question. Um, that that's yeah. Um, but it's like I mean, when you see it in movies, it's it's not tri- like when you see people doing CPR in movies, you oh. know, and you see them bending their elbows. Well, no CPR, you're actually crushing a person's chest. Oh. Um, when I was taught CPR, I was taught basically, if you're not breaking a person's ribs, you're not doing it right. Oh. <laughs> you, know? yeah. you should be basically going down about two or three inches because oh. you, you're supposed to be squashing the heart. Yeah. Um, and you see people like in the movies on there, they they do like a couple of light presses and the person splutters and goes back. No, no. The idea is you keep the blood pumping to the brain mm. for long enough for the ambulance to get there. It's not to revive someone. You're just keeping the brain alive until mm. they can be resuscitated. Um, yeah. So yeah, movies take a big pinch of salt with those. Mm. But it was, I think I think if it's not on the record already that. Um, I do not set much store by polygraph results. Okay, and that, um, that's fair enough. I would agree if it was a one-off, isolated, they did it once, or one person did it and, and it passed. I would absolutely be right there with you. For, but the um, consistent results over and over again from yeah, a group... I mean, I, I'm interested in that, but for a different reason than you. I mean, you're, you're concerned with... with, with yes, they, they consistently got the same results... Um, what what 
what um, interests me more is that they were subjected to this time and time and time again from a very, very, from a community that seemed desperate to not believe this story, to to dis to be able to disprove it. That's what, that for me. That's the significance of all, all these polygraphs, and, and they would employ these, you know, what we regard over here as so, pseudo scientific methods to desperately try and prove that, yeah, UFOs are not a real thing. Um, you know, it, it shakes their faith in 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 their fundamental beliefs in you know, Christian beliefs that that we are God's finest creation and unique. Well, it's not just the Christian um, belief. There's 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 a whole big thing out there about, um, and this comes to the much much wider, you know, are mm. UFOs real thing, one way or another, and it being made public that they are. Um, it it's been said. Um, I think as Stanton Friedman. Um, who who famously said it that um, if 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 we suddenly discovered that um, that aliens were real, we wouldn't start thinking of ourselves as British and American or French mm. or German or Australian or or, or you know we wouldn't mm. we wouldn't we think of ourselves as humans. Now, the people in power around the world are only in power. Because we think of ourselves as, well, we're Britain, and then there's America, and, oh, they might be our allies, or they might be our friends, and we need someone to, to take charge and, and, and deal with them. And, you know, mm. we, we, keeping ourselves insular keeps these people in power. If we suddenly stopped thinking that way, if we suddenly just started thinking of ourselves as humans, which it would then be humans and aliens, if the tribe got worldwide... Uh, then all these people would lose their power, or, or not just and as money. as humans, but maybe as earthlings, along yeah. with every other species from elephants to bacteria. You know, yeah, we, we are we are from planet Earth. Totally, I, but yeah, but but the ultimate thing is the people in power would lose some of that power, um, and they they can't afford for that to happen. Of course. Well, I mean, there's. Have you have you heard about the um, the theory of the great? You must have heard of the theory of the great filter. The great filter. I'm not familiar with that name. Um, it's uh, why when when you look up in the skies, why you don't see UFOs, and um, there are two ways of looking at this. One is that yeah, this this great filter is effectively says that no civilization could reach the stage where it where it can develop the technology to travel between the galaxies because. Um, they would have destroyed themselves, as we are destroying mm. ourselves with 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 our use of fossil fuels and, you know, burning up the planet with with disastrous climate catastrophic climatic change. Um, that that yeah, any any tech, you know, we will we will destroy ourselves long before we develop that kind of technology. The other way of looking at it is that if these aliens, if 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 a species from another planet had lasted long enough to develop that technology it would mean that they had gone beyond a stage of of you know fighting wars and destroying their environment that they'd actually learn to live in harmony with each other and with their planet to to develop this technology which would mean that if they came to us it wouldn't be i mean 
I think we kind of judge them by our own standards and they say that yes. they just wipe us out or enslave us because, yeah, that's what we would do. But they've actually developed beyond that. Uh, that, that that's what I would prefer to believe. But that we, we talked some time ago about the, the Robertson panel. Mm. And this was an operation just after the Second World War when America wanted to test new technologies, especially aircraft. And and they, they with Operation Paperclip, they got Nazi scientists on board, brought all the, the Nazi technology over for their aircraft and rockets. And they started putting out stories about UFOs, allegedly, to cover up their, you know, if, if anyone happened to spot one of their experimental aircraft yeah. in the sky, that, that, that they've heard these UFO stories. And then when people start um, talking about UFOs, they will be, they would just be de debunked as mental. Uh, mm. Often end up in you know, e either ridiculed or even end up in in a in a lunatic asylum. That, that was the Robertson panel got together to do that, and and they employed professional debunkers. Um, there was a guy called Donald Menzel who was a an astronomer from Harvard University. Mm -hmm. um, he was found to have links with the the then pretty much unknown um, NSA, National Security Agency of the United mm. States. That that was such a secret organization, no one knew about it. Um, and then he had a successor called um, Philip Klass, K-L-A-S-S, who was a professional yes. debunker who was known later or discovered later to have links with the CIA and the FBI. Who I'm, got really involved. Glad you, I'm really glad you mentioned him, uh, okay. Philip Klass, because he got in touch with the, the youngest member of the um, yeah, uh, this logging group and offered him, this was back in 1980 when it was a hell of a lot of money, he offered him $10,000 to just say... Oh yeah, we made it all up. Hmm. Now the now the guy was in financial difficulties at the time, so if the, if they had made it all, he, of course he would have accepted the money. I, you know, it'd have been it would have been understandable him accepting the money and saying it was all made up. Bear in mind, it was ruining these people's lives as well. Hmm. Um, if it if it was true. Um, but he didn't. He stuck to his guns and said, "Well, no, big. It happened." Um, and so, all credit to him for that. But what does that say about the the state if they're employing someone to try and bribe a witness hmm. into saying that it was made up? That's appalling. That it, is. It's appalling, and I'm surprised he didn't take the bribe if he was in financial difficulty. Yeah. He offered an amount of money which he could probably have bought a house with. In 1980, mm. ten, yeah. ten grand. Yeah, um, I mean it's before house prices really started taking off. Yeah, over there and and over here, that um, well, okay. So you've managed to get the youngest. Well, you've bribed the youngest one with ten thousand dollars to say, yeah, we made it all up. Um, but what does that prove? What does that you know? Well, no, it, that that's the point. It didn't manage to bribe. He still yeah. stuck to his guns. And like I said, these are people whose lives have been like you rightly said mm. early on. You know. They've they've had to leave their hometown. You know, some of them have had to make up aliases. Hmm. Um, you know, to get away from this. You know, uh, it's yeah, absolutely appalling. Uh, and, hit... and to me, so that, uh, to me that that's what's interesting about this story: the extent that they went, the the, the lengths they were prepared to go to, just to debunk this story. Yeah. Well, we couldn't that, have uh, it being believed. No. We've hit that time when uh, we need to summarise what we think. So it sounds to me like you know, like you believe the story. Um, I, I it, it's certainly a compelling story. It's a well backed up story. 
um, they, they found physical evidence. They found the, the spot where, where he was allegedly hit by the beam of light was irradiated and the, mm. the, the trees that have been felled were growing faster than in oh, the surrounding yes. area. I mean, that, that's a known technology, isn't it? I mean, the, I know the Russians used to have radioactive, radioactive material in their seed uh, laying, their seed yeah. planting you machines. You had a similar thing happening uh, with Chernobyl, yeah. shortly after Chernobyl. Mm. Yeah, so, but you know, even, even back in the 60s, I think the Russians were irradiating their, their, their seeds for their mm. crops make them grow faster so that that's something that's known um but yeah for me this is this is more about how badly the authorities wanted to believe that this wasn't or they wanted to debunk this story they wanted to kill it dead they wanted to totally discredit any of these witnesses who who continued to maintain that 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 version of events um, oh, that was Philip Gla- Glass's. Uh, sorry, not Philip Glass. He's a he's a composer. Yeah. Um, not to be confused. Uh, but yeah, Philip Glass's. That was his mo. Was if he couldn't discredit the story, he'd discredit the person. Yeah, he tried it with Stanton Friedman lots of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it, it's a it's an interesting story, and it, it's it's an interesting story about how badly um, certain people really don't want these UFO stories to be believed. And the lengths that they will go to suppress one that actually looks quite credible. Yes, I I, I totally agree. And and it wasn't that long ago they were still trying to discredit. Now you compare that to today when you've got the Pentagon saying, "Oh yes, those UFO videos that were leaked are real." Hmm. It's it's a world of difference. But I we're- bet Travis Walton still isn't believed. Oh, there are people out there who don't believe him still. Yeah. I bet generally in the town of Snowflake, Arizona, it goes, it goes too much against their, the the religious beliefs and what their, their their whole belief about the world and and nature and everything is is based on. Well, the the religion thing's an interesting angle because even the Vatican have said that they accept extraterrestrial life as a as a possibility. Hmm. Um, and I think many religious people will say, "Well, no, it, it's not. You know, it's not proof of an absence of God, but rather, you know, just that that creation can take many different forms or happen in different places." Um, so, yeah, it's. But but there will there be other be... religious sects who will say, "Absolutely no." Yeah. The, the, the planet Earth was created by God six thousand years ago. The dinosaurs were a hoax. Um, the stars are just lights in the sky. Oh yeah, um, when you've got people still still claiming dinosaurs were a hoax, I mean, d- yeah. I, I can imagine <laughs> that's the kind of thing that Travis Walton is up against and has been for pretty much all his life. You know, he I'll was 21, 21 years old when this happened, forty six yeah. years ago. Yeah, uh, well, I'll be honest. I don't know enough about the Mormon religion to say one way or another how how I. Hmm. Think people might react I, I genuinely just don't know I've, I, I, oh. I'm trying to think if I've ever met any Mormons probably but not I, 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 most of what I know <laughs> about the Mormons is through watching South Park right uh, and, <laughs> and the Book of Mormon excellent West End show if, if, uh, which I've ever get, yet to see oh if you ever get the chance it is it is I've heard I've heard very very good um, so yeah, but not if so, you're a Mormon 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna push you on this though, because uh, you keep diverting away to how society oh. has treated Travis Walton and his his, oh. his friends. Do you believe Travis Walton? Um. Yes, I do. I, I certainly believe that Travis Walton believes he's telling the truth, he, mm-hmm. even though he's he's quite vague about what actually happened to him. He has some sort of vague memories, a, a dream like what what he thought was a dream on, on board a on board this craft. Um, I I believe they believe they're telling the truth. Um, they they beat the polygraph, even though I don't sit any still by a polygraph. Um, and but really, I'm. I'm I'm fascinated by the by the counter response mm. that, that okay. you know, this story. You know, it, it wasn't just that they could say, "Well, you know, he says he was abducted by um, a UFO." I can imagine in some parts of the United States they just say, "Oh, well, you know, it sounds like oh, it happens all the time around here." Don't don't know if it's true or not, but he says it happens. We don't really care either way. Um, but here they were really determined. No, no, we cannot have this this story getting out. I'm. I, I'm absolutely. I, do you know? What? I I agree with you. I'm absolutely convinced that this event actually happened to him. Hmm. Um, I can see another possibility. Now I'm going to go a little bit left field here, um, hmm. because we we've talked many times about reverse engineering of crashed UFOs um, hmm. and the government possibly developing their own form of of UFOs. Hmm. So what if that had happened um and yes they had sort of done this this radio like radiation damage to him or whatever mm. um but they faked the whole hospitalization and um treatment as if it were aliens mm. before dumping him back and then the Robertson panel said, "Oh, we need to get we need to get Philip Class in because he's blabbing a bit. <laughs> we, we, we thought he we thought he'd shut up, but actually he's upsetting a few people. Yeah. Let's get Philip Class to go and Maybe. Uh, give him a hard time. Maybe I mean, you know, less than one in ten people actually report their UFO experiences. Less than one in ten. Well, yeah, there, there was a guy I think in the movie that he has a large audience. Says how many people Stanton have- Friedman." Stanton Friedman says yeah. how have been have, have seen a UFO, yeah. and I think it was one in ten held up their hands. And how many how many of you have reported it? And yeah, nine of those ten, nine in every ten, put their hands back down again. And you can see why if this is the treatment you're going to get. Yeah, um, but whether it's um, whether it's an actual UFO with extraterrestrials or whether it's the government using ufo technology using it badly and posing as extraterrestrials either way this i'm absolutely 100 percent convinced that this is an experience that that travis walton had yeah so I'm, I'm 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 still surprised by the by the attitude of this this logging crew that first of all they went back into town and said there'd been a ufo um, they didn't just say we've been working out in the world's biggest pine forest and one of our crew went missing. We can't find him. Because yeah. they came back it. and told the truth. Yeah, but they they could have omitted the bit about lights in the sky and all this um, if they'd have known how but religious have, their community was. And if, that would have raised more questions. 
Well, no, they just say, wouldn't you? We're working in the forest. He went off to relieve. We, we stopped on the way because he felt sick or he needed to go to the toilet. He went in the forest. He didn't come back and we couldn't find him. And let's start a search party. That that would have, that that would have, yeah, I, mean, I mean, they might still have been suspected of murder and arrested, but it, it wouldn't have been so immediate. And, no. and certainly when the younger guy was offered, you know, a young guy who's got financial difficulties is offered a large amount of money. I mean, not only are your financial problems solved and maybe you can buy a house and maybe live in comfort for a while, not have to worry too much about working for a while, but actually all this all this hassle you're getting will go away as well. Mm. I'm surprised he didn't jump at that. Yeah, he'd have been 22 at the time. He'd have been 22 and he'd have been, he'd mm. have been a property owner. There we go. But yeah. what do you think, listeners... Is uh, is the Travis Walton case clear and present evidence of alien visitation to the planet, or you know, to use my favourite phrase, a smoking gun, or uh, or is there something more to it that we've completely missed? Do get in touch via the usual means and let us know. And don't forget to enter that competition as well and give us the name of our grey alien in the artwork. Um, you've got two days left to do it aliensexplored at gmail.com um, next week oh it's a big one next week isn't it Neil um, let me see let me, let me check my notes well oh um, next yes yes it is <laughs> it is yes it is yes so next week um, as we mentioned it is our one year anniversary so what we're going to be doing, there won't be an episode on the Friday as per normal on Friday the 30th. What we're actually going to do is we're going to live stream on Saturday the 31st. That's going to be 4pm UK time, 10am Central time. Uh, you can find out um, more details by going to the description below. Uh, that's going to be on our Twitch channel, uh, twitch.tv forward slash stooge underscore action. Uh, looking forward to that. We're going to be looking back over all the episodes we've done, Neil. Wow. Hey, <laughs> can't wait for that. Uh, so, yeah, so do come and join us on that. We want to hear your thoughts and feelings about what we've done so far on the Twitch chat. Uh, yeah, very exciting. And will be announcing the winner of the competition to win a t-shirt as well hey <laughs> we'll also be getting in touch with the person by email so you know if you can't make it don't worry but uh, mm. but if you can make it be there for that absolutely in the meantime keep watching those strange lights through the trees and we'll catch you next time and we will definitely catch you next time. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Aliens Explored is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Darren Mafucci and editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Twitter and Facebook by searching Aliens Explored or visit aliensexplored.com. <laughs>